Can you believe it's the 30th of November already? And the run-up to Christmas, we're going to join myself and Max as we go back to part two of the Christmas gift guide. Enjoy. On the other hand, I've actually gone cheaper here. So Even cheaper than the for, last time? Sort of okay. in the same ballpark. Right. So a hand grinder, and there was a showdown from, uh, we haven't named him yet, so mm-hmm. Mr. Hoffman. <laughs> okay. All right. And uh, there were actually some um, f- uh, cheap f- uh, hand grinder that actually, they, they did look good. And that mm-hmm. could be an option for someone that you don't really care much about. Or mm-hmm. uh, it's you don't want to invest yourself too much. Mm-hmm. And these are um, the Henry Charles one, which is not so good. There is another one that was recommended is the Hario uh, Mini Slim, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, these are all in the range of 25, 30 pounds, which is fair enough. It depends what you have to do, obviously, with it. If it's a coffee snob person... You don't really, I mean, I think that if a person is well knowledgeable about coffee, you're not going to give them these kind of things because they're kind of looking for trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because- they're, they're going to have expectations. But also, no, it depends on though, it depends on whether you're talking about trying to hand grind espresso, which is much harder than hand grinding mm-hmm. for a pour over. He was uh, he was specifically targeting pour overs. Yeah, but, much easier. Yeah, but taste buds are taste buds, and you have to consider who they belong to. So mm-hmm. there is one that is going to have a very very uh, trained taste buds, and then there is other people that uh, are just happy to be able to grind their coffee and sort of tune it to their to their um, style. So you you can then get beans, and that opens up actually. It's a way into coffee, right? Because it opens up possibilities. You get uh, you get the possibility of ordering of getting, uh, for example, beans from small roasters, and that opens a lot of, poss- of possibilities instead of having to stick to ground coffee. And that's yeah. how you get into into this coffee addiction, really. Yeah, yeah. No, there there's some good choices there, and you don't always have to spend a lot of money. It's true. Yeah, not to not to start with. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not to start with. All right, Max. Uh, so we've got so we both of us have gone with a hand grinder. That's interesting. We both mm. chose one of those. Okay, so um, I'll jump back. I'm going to go for the the cheaper end as well, and I'm going to say if they don't have a leveling tool, distribution tool, then get one of those for sure. Because Ooh. nothing will make such a, well, nothing. Well, um, many things will have less impact than a leveling tool. A leveling tool will make quite a significant impact on your espresso extraction. Um, and as this is assuming that you're into espresso, you won't need this if you're doing pour overs. But if you want to know what a leveling tool is, um, you can go onto Amazon. There's a whole bunch of them there. Uh, you can get them from other places, coffee shops as well. Um, and they do vary tremendously in price. So actually, this is kind of a flexible gift because you can get one at the low end. I saw them for around £15 or $15, um, all the way up to, I mean, you know, you can spend over 100 uh, mm-hmm. I I look sure that somebody who knows better than I do will explain to me why one's worth £100. Um, and you can get some that have kind of nice features in terms of they sort of they tamper well as well a little bit and they do other things. I, I just want mine to make my coffee level 
hence the word leveler. Um, so uh, all you want to do is you want to look out for one that has the ability to, you can usually spin the top part off and change the depth of the metal part that does the leveling. So just to explain what this is, it's a little round, looks like a hockey puck, a little round hockey puck shaped mm -hmm. thing that you put on top of your espresso basket. And it's got these, it's got a, um, a, a heavy metal base with a simple pattern on there, um, a couple of ridges, or and there's probably a better way of describing it at an angle. And what this does is you spin it, you spin the hockey puck when it's on sitting on top of your basket, and it just distributes the coffee all around the um, all around the porter filter and makes sure it gets pushed out to the edges and so forth as well to help stop channeling. And it gives you at the end of it a, a lovely sort of flat, level finished basket that you can choose to tamp or not. Um, but it just means that you're not having to worry about little pockets of, or not worry so much, but little pockets of um, of uh, of uh, air. of air inside the coffee on the top, where where they can form or helps declump it a little bit, and just basically gives you a better finish for your coffee before you tamp it. Mm -hmm. um, and if you're using a bottomless porter filter, if you know what I'm talking about, if you're using a bottomless porter filter, and your and you level, you will notice it's been significantly better um, pours then you, you will do extraction. As you're looking at that bottomless porter filter, you can see how the extraction comes through it. And if you don't, uh, you don't use any kind of leveling, you just put it, just tamp, put it in there, the results can be kind of horrific <laughs> and very messy. Yeah. So a uh, leveling tool, um, one that is adjustable in terms of height so that you can, if you're putting more or less coffee in there, you can set it to the right height. Um, those are not expensive. And, um, if you don't, if your, you or your, your partner doesn't have one, they should definitely put that on their list. Mm -hmm. That's very Over to you, Max. So I've actually gone for a subscription. Uh-huh. Oh God. You haven't picked the same one I've picked, have you? No, 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 no. Okay. So you could actually, um, subscribe and help small businesses in the UK. Um, for example, you could subscribe to, um, um, a coffee, um, a coffee service. What mm -hmm. it is, the one I took is the coffeeroasters.co.uk. It's mm -hmm. the coffeeroasters.co.uk. Um, what they do is uh, what he does. Actually, I think it's one guy. He selects coffees, taste taste them, and uh, so you have sort of a ballpark figure of what is what you're going to expect, and uh, you can actually get a subscription to either one of them, there is a database of all of the um, um, roasters that, that are in that project, in that platform, uh, or you can actually get um, a different coffee every week or every two weeks. It's, uh, you can choose your package. And uh, I forgot how expensive it is. <laughs> I I've seen them in the, uh, the UK. I've seen them in the US as well. It's actually yeah. not a bad idea. So someone basically is out there curating the different coffees from different roasters and they put them in packages and you say what your preferences are and they say, okay, you like this kind of coffee. I'm going to make a package for you once a month or whatever. And it's, you're right. It's, it's really not much more expensive. Or yeah. I'm not even sure it's any more expensive than going. No, it's not roasters, actually, right? it, but I'm, I'm not sure that it's, that's the case. You can select that kind of service or you can just select random service. So you, you just try them all over the yeah. course of a year. Yeah. As Which long as you go to one, it's just I would say just pick one that's quality. 
and mm-hmm. and is and is going to is going to give you roasts from quality roasters because you can yes. get them from i mean everybody's trying to do a subscription service and you can get some that are pretty rubbishy coffee yeah. um and and i'm and I've, I've seen people get bad subscriptions where they got rubbishy coffee but uh, i've also seen some i saw one a few weeks ago which i can remember the name of it but they um i'm, it's, I'm think it's like the one you're talking about maybe but they do they had top name roasters yeah yeah these are all small roasters i mean small um yeah, credible roasters, yeah, right? Credible roasters. I mean, the first ex- the first um example I have is Casa Espresso, which they don't yeah. mess around. Yeah. So yeah, we, we know that they're very good. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's actually very reliable. And uh, I've I found many, many, many very interesting coffees through this website. Uh one is uh, the the one from Windsor, um which I forgot again. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, go in there. And uh, that, that's actually a very interesting uh, website and it's a g- very good service and it supports local businesses. Yeah, it's a great idea. Actually, people would love that because um, if, if, if somebody is, is at the beginning of their journey relatively early on and they've tried just maybe coffee from the supermarket or they've, mm-hmm. they've, they've, gone, to, they've gone to one place online where they're buying coffee then actually they, they don't know what they're missing out on and they can get a whole, like it will open their eyes by realizing that there's so many different um, different types of coffee, different yeah. flavors and different experiences that uh, is awaiting them. It's a great choice. Um, okay, so I am going to pick for my next pick. Uh, it's quite quite a simple one, element, you know, but it's, um, it's a book I bought uh, mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year. Uh, so last year, so about a year ago, I, um, it's, uh, it's just called Craft Coffee, A Manual. And it's a relatively small uh, book. It costs twelve pounds and ninety nine p, or same dollars on Amazon. And um, it's just a very good book. It's just a very good book. It, in terms of the, um, you know, even I, I think I knew know a reasonable amount about coffee, but going through this, even going through the basics, the brew guides, I was learning things. Going through a good, great section on all the different varieties and the history. Of how those varieties came around, so it's a it's an easy to read book. It's not too heavy. It's not too academic, um, but it is going to have something in there. I'd say for almost everybody at whatever level they're at, uh, and it's a very approachable price at twelve pounds and ninety nine p. That's that is very nice, actually. Yeah, yeah, definitely, Max. Yeah, so we were talking about it on the last podcast or YouTube video. Yeah, depending on which platform you you're listening or watching us, <laughs> uh, Mick Frother. Ah, yeah. Because um, you might not have um, an espresso machine, and or you don't have either the power, the time, the willpower, the bother, or the skill to to make to make uh, proper cappuccinos. Actually. Those are perfect because they heat up the milk at the right temperature without over overdoing it, which means that the milk will, is going to taste great, which is a very important thing because when you when you steam the milk, it's very easy to overdo it, and then you break down lactose, which tastes horrible, which tastes like burnt milk, mm. and that doesn't happen there because they they are actually um, set to a certain temperature. And on top of that, you can even froth cold milk, 
is a great thing. And they they cost about um, 25, 28 pounds. Uh, there are also frothers that are um, uh, 14 pounds, uh, 15 pounds, but those are the ones that you, you put in and they, they, yeah. they whisk the thing about, which I, I wouldn't recommend that. I mean, for, for 10 pounds more, you get a heated one. So why yeah. not? Yeah. So yeah, about 30 pounds. Have you have a one? Nice Is there a name of one that you've got? Um, actually, there are the Nespresso ones, but I, I found that they're more expensive because obviously you pay nice. the, the, the brand. There is one just in front of me. There is uh, uh, Lavazza Modo Mio, this, which is thirty-nine pounds, uh, which is also okay. It's a bit on the expensive side. And then I have the uh, Vava or uh, Mi Coco Miroco, which are they look exactly the same on Amazon, which is suspicious. Mm-hmm. And they also, but one is thirty-nine ninety-nine, and one is twenty-eight something, which was thirty-nine ninety-nine. I wonder why. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're the same thing. <laughs> uh, and then there is another one that is a swan. I mean, literally, go on Amazon. Anything is good because it's a very simple thing. Uh, the right. price range is between 25 and 30 pounds, what you're looking probably at. Great. I've actually got, got one of those little hand ones. These ones you said don't recommend getting, but I didn't get that for coffee. I got that for hot chocolate. Oh, yeah. Um, so I, I mix my, um, but what I would just say to anybody who gets one of those is the first time you use it, uh, hold it over the sink because if you're like <laughs> me, you don't realize how powerful <laughs> these things are. And there's a technique to it about where you put it in the, in, in the milk. Uh, I, I covered myself literally. It's like one of those, one of those comedies. I covered <laughs> myself in hot, in hot chocolate. Um, <laughs> so that's, uh, that's a, that's actually a good tip. If you don't have an espresso machine, you're making coffee, maybe with an AeroPress or a mocha pot or something like that. Mm-hmm. that that's then, actually great for mocha. Oh my God. This is almost like you read my mind because guess what's on my list next? Oh, a mocha pot. It is a mocha pot, but oh. this is a special mocha pot because this is, uh, this is cause they want to do one different. Okay. Everybody knows what a mocha pot is. If you don't know what a mocha pot is, then that's absolutely fine. You know, get a mocha pot. And by the way, so pro tip, pro tip is uh, you can actually go and get lots of different designs for mocha pots. I mean, generally, the, the, the general There's only design one design is, for mocha pot, and it's the Bialetti one. That, well, that's actually, no, no, but on the Bialetti one, there's different designs. And I'm, I'm not talking about the mechanical design. I'm talking about the colors and the, and the, and the things that you can, you can get. Them different. It has to be a, a bowl, uh, uh, an hexagon of aluminum and it's shaped yeah. like a, like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a that's hexagon it. of aluminum. It's made out of aluminum. This is how they are, but you can get them like in yellow and you can get them with, uh, <gasps> with, with, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a yellow one. You can get them with, with a little, um, pictures on the side and they're very cute and they're very nice and they're very fun. So um, definitely have a look at one of those. However, uh, they also make an electric one. Mm-hmm. And so this is an opportunity. Again, I, I don't know why I've got this whole traveling thing in my mind. It's the, my theme is, uh, I don't traveling. know, where do you want to go? <laughs> I just want to get out, man. I just want to go to, <laughs> I want to go to Vietnam. I want to go to Vietnam, obviously. And I'm going to wait until the tornado goes through or whatever, the, the hurricane. Um, okay. But uh I was there actually when the last time hurricane hit, um, and it was it was a, it was a disaster. We were in Nha Trang, uh, my older son and my myself. Anyway, um, but they got great coffee in in Vietnam. That's a lot of fun. So, but let's say you're going uh, somewhere and you you're not in, well, not going to the field, no, because you need electricity. Uh, but you're going somewhere and you just want to make sure you get some decent coffee with you. But you're maybe into um, 
you know, the kind of coffee you get from a mocha pot as opposed to an espresso. Mm -hmm. A big espresso, you kind of want to like have a cup, a cup of joe. And uh, a mocha pot's a great way to get a cup of joe, actually, because, you know, oh, cool. a cup of joe, that's an, that's an Americanism. It means coffee, Max. Um, okay. Yeah, so you can, uh, if you like mocha pot coffee, but you want one on the go, did you know they do electric ones? And there's a couple of choices. In the UK, uh, there's something called, go look up uh, or Google, or we're having the link somewhere, uh, Miss Mocha Prestige Electro. The, in fact, I think that's yeah, also available on Dopio uh, in the UK. So, um, yeah, in the UK, they've got one called the Miss Mocha Prestige Electro. Mm -hmm. And it is, a, uh, it is basically a mocha pot that you can plug into the main. So if you're going to a hotel up in, I don't know, somewhere in the UK, and you just think, oh, my God, I can't stand the thought of being in this hotel and drinking their horrible Nescafe, um, you know, granulated coffee or whatever it is. And the take this with you and you can plug it in and you can make yourself some really nice uh, coffee. You might need a hand grinder, but luckily we've recommended a few. Yeah, exactly. I mean, your, your partner gave you a hand grinder, so you're fine. So there we go. We've got you, we, we've got you covered. Yeah. Uh, in the US, the, the, the one that you pronounce better than me, the, the Biagletti. Biagletti. <laughs> what did you call it? Bialetti. That's what I said. Um, <laughs> um, they do a mocha electric, and they got some great. They got some mm. great designs and things as well. And you can you can find those, I think, on Amazon. Um, Actually, I'll tell you more. There are some that you can program to come up in the morning, and they will brew coffee in the morning for you. So you wake up to the sound of the mocha and the smell of coffee, which is amazing. Ah. Because uh, the sound of the mocha is one of the most soothing and zen. A little sounds. bubbling. It's like a little yes. bubbling brook, but it it's comes the... with coffee. Yeah. It's, it's actually making me want to have a cup right now. It's actually, I love that, that smell. It produces a beautiful aroma yes. as well, doesn't it? Those mocha pots. But one thing. What? You buy one. Do not wash it. Uh, this is the whole. You don't yeah. wash a mocha. You don't not wash mocha. I've made that mistake. But then how do you keep the fungus from, 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 from building up? You rinse it with water and you dry it. That's it. Oh, okay. Because I didn't wash it at all and I got fungus. And then yeah, I did I mean, wash it and, and, and then you, you, you ruin it. And so I, I wasn't sure what the hell to do. Rinse it with water, you but rinse not. It. You don't okay. wash it, wash it. Okay. All right. So Max, over to you. Yeah. This is exciting, actually. I know we got. I got. We got. Max has got one more or two more. I got, got more? two more and got one more. In, in my in the pockets of my mind. Okay. Okay. Which Let's I forgot, go. but I will come up with something. Okay. There is. If you don't like your friends very much, there is the <laughs> Belmont. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I wanted to 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 find some st some stuff that you actually, you know, it's mm -hmm. a bit funny, and that's why I prepared the presentation. I got a presentation. I can't. I can't show it. You can't. I can't show it. Anyway, it's okay. I can't. You have me to thank for that audience. Max <sighs> cannot show his PowerPoint slides. Oh, God. <laughs> Dreadful. That's disgraceful. Anyway, uh, I found on the brewtool.co.uk, which is a website that probably came up literally after hearing us doing this thing, because I, I haven't seen it before and I haven't seen it after. There is the Bellman Stovetop Milk Steamer. Oh. Now, what is that? That is literally a bomb. It's a pot that you fill with water, you close it, and then it has a, um, a valve 
and you put it on the top until it gets pressurized a lot, like mm -hmm. a pressure cooker or something. So mm -hmm. 1.4 bar, give or take. There is um, no way I can see a valve, um, um, a gauge in there. So I don't know how you tell if it's pressurized enough or not. And it has a milk frother on the side. So you have a handle on one side and, and uh, the milk frother that comes out of it and you use that with your hand and you can froth milk in theory or scorch yourself to death, one of the two. I but, think I've I think I've seen this uh, and the and the key and it works, but the key is knowing when the pressure is right because there's yeah. no way of knowing and you just have to, uh, you'd have to know. Yeah, yeah I don't know trial and error. I don't know pressurized vessel with water with lots of water that is out of my control on a stove top. I have to think and I sounds I forget good to me. things in the yeah, morning. Yeah, yeah, especially. sounds great. Nothing. And then you on. have to handle it. And it's 69 pounds. That's right. 69 yeah. pounds. Yeah, I've seen this. Yeah, yeah. And it's it, it, or if you don't like this is, for example, uh, if you don't like your friends. I think this one's for engineering people. So people who like engineering stuff and they and they because they love to fiddle and, 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 and work out the logarithmic chances of this thing blowing up in their face. Yeah. Time it just right. Yeah. So that's right. Yeah. It's an interesting. I think it looks quite nice as well, doesn't it? But, it Honest, okay. not really, but my mm. my personal taste. It's kind of um, I don't know. It's like a pot with another pot on top. Okay, all right. So I'm going to go next. I'm going to move this along. So this is going to be a quick one. Uh, it's only going to take a two two seconds to talk about. But um, if your if your person, uh, your partner, or you are not cleaning your coffee machine, you've got an espresso machine, then throw this into the uh, throw this into the mix, which is the pulley p u l y coffee cleaning kit mm -hmm. um, because if they don't know they're supposed to be cleaning their espresso machines again they're going to have a huge like like realization of what they've been missing when they clean all the rubbishy resiny guck off of their um off of their shower screen on the espresso basket underneath the espresso basket and it's going to really make a big difference on their on the flavor. So a lot of bitterness. You'll actually, if you're not cleaning a machine, you'll notice these really nasty aftertaste you get with your coffee, and you'll be thinking you're doing something wrong. And a lot of times, people just haven't cleaned their machine. So what this does is this comes with a small kit. It's 18 pounds or dollars, and uh, you can get it in lots of different places. It's a relatively small little package. In there, you'll get some uh, cleaning chemicals. Um, I think you get a little blind kit. I mean, you may not do, not sure what that mm. is. It's a, I have to check actually, and a brush, but you need to have the little blind kit. What that is, is, is normally where you put the, the basket, where you put the coffee, which has little holes in the bottom. It's mm. like that, but without the holes. And what you do is you put a scoop of the chemicals in that and you run your machine and the hot water comes out, got nowhere to go, hits the chemicals, gets all bubbly goes back up and hits the, the shower screen where the water's coming out with all the mm -hmm. nasty guck attached to it. It dissolves those chemicals. You let that run for sort of 15 seconds or so. And you run that a few times. Um, yeah. And it just, the, you, the rubbish that you see coming out, the color, the dirty, nasty color of, uh, of the water coming out makes you realize that, um, that it's done a great job. And so then you do that. And then you also take your baskets and you let them soak in a Tupperware box or something, something you're not going to eat out of next. Um, and uh, let the soak overnight with some chemicals as well. I do it once a week uh, and it just keeps me, uh, keeps me, keeps me ticking over. I dismantled yep. the coffee machine and clean it. 
you, you dismantle or just get a toolkit uh, <laughs> and some rags um, and, uh, and an instruction manual. It won't take them more than a half a day um, yeah. <laughs> you know, to, to do. And that's the alternative. Uh, so Max, over to you. Yeah. I have actually gone nuts here. I'm, you're never going to guess. I might argue that that happened a while back, but go on. <laughs> Probably, but don't tell anyone. Good thing this is not public. Yeah. <laughs> uh, an espresso coffee machine. Okay. Why not? I don't know. It's, um, it, again, it depends, of course, who you're, who, who you're dealing with. But if it's a person that likes coffee, but doesn't like the fuss about making the coffee, or uh-huh. it's a hint that the coffee that your partner, friend, or whatever makes is not very good. Mm-hmm. Get one of those. Yeah, you can't mess it up. They're actually very good machine. They're, they're, so, which machine are. you're talking about? Any really. The the, the basic one is uh, it has exactly the same internals as the more expensive ones because they have um, a running boiler. So a boiler so that a, which up. which manufacturer? I, I maybe ah, I'm Nespresso. Oh, Nespresso. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. The Nespresso, Nespresso machines. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Not an espresso machine. I thought but you said a an espresso. espresso. A Nespresso machine. Okay. Mm. All becomes clear. It comes, of course, with, it has to come with cups, uh, with capsules. And the capsules are more expensive than coffee if you do the calculations and everything. But it's very, very consistent. So if you find a coffee that you actually like, you're going to have the same coffee over and over. And you can't really, you can't really screw that one up. Yeah. The internals are exactly the same. So unless you go for the super fancy ones that have something crazy, they have a pump. Mm-hmm. They have a um, boiler that is actually is just a serpentine uh, in aluminum normally, or in, there's a copper pipe inside it that heats up the water as it goes through. And then it goes to the, to the capsule. The capsule is held into a, into a holder. Mm-hmm. And then the coffee comes out. That's it. So pro tip, because um, we're going to give it a little bit away, but we've been testing uh, espresso mm-hmm. machines here. Um, so pro tip is I would recommend that you do not go for the latest version, the Virtuo capsules, yeah. which I did. <laughs> <laughs> They're better uh, capsules. They suck better. They they may well be, but um, I if I was going to do it again, I would go with the old-fashioned ones. Why? Because... Um, the patent ran out in them and you can get uh, capsules from, um, from lots of different third parties, yes. including some, some possibly much nicer coffee. I actually, I have done that and uh, all of the coffees I tried, the other ones, I've always tried supermarket ones because they are super, from supermarket. Mm-hmm. They were rubbish. Yeah, they, they were they, actually bad. There's, there's, look, there's loads of rubbishy coffee, but there's lots of also now speciality coffee. Mm that you can get in um, in those old, the older ones are kind of like these smaller Yeah, Yeah, the, 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 the classic. The classic the, original Nespresso, Nespresso capsule. capsules. Yeah. There's a lot of choice and a lot more choice in those. Um, so I would potentially go for, for one of those. Uh, also, the other thing is a little, little pro tip on, there's a lot of talk about the, um, about the recyclability and environmental impact of uh, of capsules, but I would say, don't worry too much about it for a couple of reasons. Um, one, because it's actually a lot more complex than it appears at first. 
it is not just the recyclability of the capsule. It is actually, if you're making espresso, I'm afraid, this is a terrible, this is a horrible thing. This is almost like sacrilege to say this. Max, you might have to take your headphones off and close your ears for a minute. Mm. Uh, but uh, making espresso with an espresso machine does far more, has a far bigger uh, environmental impact footprint than it does from using an espresso capsule. Uh, actually, um, yeah, there's a bunch of studies I've been reading up on it. Uh, it's going to be something we'll be we'll be writing about later. Yeah, but also also um, the big issue with uh, these these aluminium capsules mm -hmm. is that um, is that they are difficult to recycle because they've got a plastic top on them. And so they have to be separated. And so they, you used to have to take them to a special center or mm -hmm. put them in a bag and then take them to a, you know, or get someone to collect them. And they were, it was a pain in the ass. And so even though Nespresso said that these are recyclable, the reality was only about something like 20% was actually getting recycled. Yeah. That's but changed. Actually, I have to say one thing in, in defense of Nespresso, mm -hmm. it's not their fault. Because I had a machine no. like that. They give you bags for free. Whenever you go and buy the, the capsules, you get free bags and free collection stickers. So yeah. you can actually go to a collection plus uh, point mm -hmm. and give away the, the bag. It's, they will collect it's, it for free. It's going to get easier, Max. They've just literally last week announced, you always didn't read a website. Uh, shame on <laughs> you. I'm I'll get my book. Where's my book? Max's malfeasance book. <laughs> Out and to make a note. It's too small. Uh, yeah, well, we've, we've, that's all right. This is, I've got, I've got several of them. <laughs> I'm not reading website. Okay. Um, and uh, so, so uh, what we actually did was <laughs> this, this week, they've, they've, Nespresso has come out and said that they've done a deal, I think, with, um, uh, with Yodel. Uh, in the UK, NOA. Uh, I'm not sure where else they're doing it, but their their plan is to make it simple for you to just put your capsules in to the recycling waste, and the councils will recycle it. So they mm. are uh, making it even easier to do. So good for them. I think that I think capsules are going to, and part of the reason for this, I think capsules have a potentially very large growth trajectory ahead of them. But yeah, but we digress. Um, so over to me. Thanks, Nick. Uh, <laughs> we are going to be, uh, since we're talking about machines, why not? If, uh, if you want, if you're a little bit more artisan, um, mm -hmm. then, uh, then would go with an espresso machine. Why not go with something like a flare espresso? Ooh. And yeah, ooh, exactly. Ooh is right. And so if you haven't heard of Flair, where have you been? But Flair have been around for a while and they make this kind of single use, single espresso lever machine. It looks beautiful. Um, it's kind of fiddly to set up and you have to preheat it and, uh, and all that kind of stuff. Um, they've got three different versions of the machine uh, and they can get quite expensive. The top end, the, the Pro 2, which I think you can't even get yet. It's on, it's on back order or the pre-order or whatever the word is. Uh, can go up to sort of 350, 400 pounds slash dollars, which is too much, frankly, for what it is. Um, sorry, but but you can get into the experience with the standard kind of regular one for about 140 pounds slash dollars. And for that, um, you get a, uh, there are some some limitations to it, but none of them are important enough to, to, to really make a difference. Uh, if you want to go and spend, if you've got all the money, you want to go and spend 400 pounds slash dollars on a single lever, you know, flare espresso machine, knock yourself out. 
um, you will get something that takes more coffee, that has a much heavier base, uh, has better heat retention and stuff like that. But then kind of who cares? Just get the basic one, um, heat it up a little bit beforehand. The reviews that I've read, I'm, I'm going to go and buy one, but the reviews I've read beforehand, and I've read a lot of different reviews over the last year, two years or whatever they've been running, um, all the different models, people who actually use it on a regular basis say, do you know what? At the end of the day, it's not that much more work than, than, than other ways of making coffee. Yeah, exactly. And if we're talking about ceremony and the interest and the, and the love of doing it, it's lovely. And, but most importantly, it makes a really good espresso. Mm-hmm. So this is the Flair Espresso. Um, I can't describe it if you don't know what I'm talking about. Go look at it because you you have to kind of see it to understand what it is. Um, just it's a beautiful design. It's portable. Um, it's you know it's made out of quality materials and it makes nice espresso and it's about 140 ish pounds slash dollars if you go for the standard one. So that's my second to last pick. Did you have one more, Max? I have one more. And uh, this is the one that uh, if you really like your friends a lot, uh-huh. a lot, uh-huh. and I know that Nick, I know, you, more. Not- I know you like me a lot, <laughs> uh, I say, yeah. it's, uh, um, you could get them an, an inch zero. Why not? Oh, Why not? Yeah. I need it, for example, just saying. <laughs> I know there's something about, I want to be kind of anti- Counterculture, no, not Ooh. anti-counterculture. I want to be counterculture. The thing about the niche zero, I like everything about it except the fact that 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 trendy people have it. I want to be anti-trendy. I know, but it's one of the smallest coffee grinders I've seen. One mm. of the best-looking coffee grinders I've seen. It's it one of the best-designed coffee grinders I've seen. Yeah, and it's one of the few ones, if not one of the only ones, that is designed for single dosing. And it doesn't cost three thousand pounds. How much does it cost? It was seven hundred. Five hundred pounds. Five hundred pounds. Only five hundred pounds. Only five hundred. Only five hundred pounds. Only five hundred pounds slash dollars, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. It's a very expensive. Why don't we all have one? Yeah, I know. I I, I think we should. I think mm. it's. Uh, I think it's a great idea. I think actually it's a great piece of kit. Um, yeah. For what I think my I, sp- I spent more on my grinder than that. Um, my uh-huh. atom, whatever it is, but. But I, I, but I like my, my little atom thing, um, even though the niche zero probably would have made a lot more sense to me. But it is a good choice. It is a lovely grinder. Everyone, you know, a lot of people use it and they love it. Good choice. 500 quid. Thanks, Max. Yeah. I'll take one. Uh, so <laughs> my final thing, but it's not really my final thing, but my final thing on the list, um, I've got like a little ace up my sleeve, a little, what you call it, a card. I've got a card up my sleeve. But my final thing is, and this is quite interesting, this is a new thing, and sorry in America, those Americans listening cannot do this. Um, this is uh, exclusive to the UK at the moment, and that is from our friends over at Carvetti. They Ooh. have just launched, and Max, uh, congratulations, I'll be signing you up to this, by the way. Uh, genuinely, I will, I will be signing you up. We're going to do this together. We're going to do this together. We're going to sign up uh, to their monthly coffee tasting club, but it's 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 with a difference, doing it differently. It's kind of interesting. They are going to send out once a month uh, ground coffee, uh, not, bean, not beans that you grind, but ground coffee for doing cupping sessions. Once a month, you'll get some, some, some mm. small packets of coffee that they will grind fresh and send over to you. And it's like, grind it fresh, pack it, and send it to you. And the reason they do that, I thought, you're crazy, man. You're crazy. Crazy fool. Uh, because obviously no one wants to, you know, you want a freshly ground coffee, but the point of this isn't 
to have lovely coffee to drink. The point of this is to actually um, improve our sensory experience and our ability to to taste uh, different coffees and talk about them. Mm. Fun that they came up with these after we did our blending exercise. It's suspicious, isn't it? Very suspicious. I think Gareth is really playing off of our our talent uh, <laughs> here. I'm sure he, yeah. Um, so now what he's done is it's actually kind of clever, and I like this idea because it's it's kind of it's it's kind of um, it 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 bucks the trend of of what you'd expect by doing the pre ground thing, but it kind of just makes sense. And here's why it makes sense: it's because if he sends out the beans, what grinder have you got, Max? Uh huh. And what grinder have I got? And what grinder has the next person got? And how is he going to grind it? Mm-hmm. I wonder what conditions. Does it have any residue in that grinder? Any retention? Yeah, exactly. It's going to mess it up. You can't do it. If you want everybody to, to compare and to talk on an apples-to-apples basis, they've got to as much as possible. You've got to take out the variances. So obviously, we can brew it differently and everything else, but, but that can be controlled to some degree. But the grinding is going to be very difficult to control. such an important part of the whole process. So he takes that, that variable out and instead says, no, I'm going to send you, I'm going to grind the coffee. I'm going to send it to you. So once a month, you get a bunch of different coffees and then we go through a little cupping session. We taste it. And he's got like an online forum where we talk about it, what our, you know, what we got out of it. And, and then he answers questions and so forth. So it's kind of a learning journey. Oh, and that is, it is very interesting. And you can have, there's three different levels of subscriptions on Patreon. There's three different levels of subscription that go from nine to 25 pounds a month. Uh, I've got you on the cheapest one, Max. Um, but the more, the, I think there's a, the middle one is like, I don't know, I'm going to say 12 or 13 pounds or maybe. Mm-hmm. It's 20 so it's short. like a coffee sub- subscription, really. Well, also, well, I, the, for the, the two upper levels, he actually sends you a kit as well. The whole cupping mm-hmm. kit. Um, okay. But I've got, kit i don't know if you've got a kit but 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 no. you, need, you just need a spoon. i have cups you have cups you, you need cups that are of the same kind of um yeah we'll talk about it but anyway so what you what you um what you uh, what he'll do as well is i think three or four times a year he'll also send you some beans um or whatever it's like he's, he's doing some latest thing you know like his his new blend or whatever his seasonal blend so for, for frankly for nine pounds a month um you it's can all of that you get all of that. Uh, it's, uh, it's what 120 pounds a, a, a year. Yeah. And yeah. slightly under. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a I, good I, gift. It's, it's, it's an interest. It's a good gift. It's uh it's an interesting one that I don't know anyone else is doing. And it gets you into a community where to talk about coffee. So if you're really into coffee and you mm-hmm. actually want to take it beyond whatever you read on a website or whatever, uh, and actually talk to real people and experts on their forum, um, and you want to, and you want to be getting some some coffee, some actual real, ex- you know, something you can experience, as well as some beans, two or three times a year, three four times a year. Um, that's a good choice. So I'm going to be signing ourselves up to that, Max, and uh, I wanted to end on that one, but not really end because out uh-huh. comes my out comes my, my. Because you could you could also uh, if you, if you like your friends, you could also get them a Nova Simonelli Oscar too. That someone in these between these two has for sale. I don't think you're really trying to sell it at all. I think you're just I pretending am trying to, your, to sell it. You're pretending to your wife that you're trying to sell it. No, but I am trying to sell you're, it. You're, okay. <laughs> well, Max. Only for 150 pounds. Only for, uh, is that really? Yeah, you want it? Sorry, how much? 450. I thought you said 150. Hey, like, yeah. 
what? No, four hundred fifty. That's a fair price. It's actually a very fair price. No, I don't want it because it doesn't fit in my in my on my countertop. Um, but uh, uh, and also, frankly, it's it's actually a really good machine for people who like milk drinks, which I don't drink at all. So um, fair enough. Uh, oh, so my card, my my Joker, my Joker, Your Joker, my Joker up the sleeve that I had uh, was actually the thing that I highlighted in my email to you, Max, on my shopping list of what I actually wanted. Um, and that is the, it, you can get it from, uh, I'll, I'll send you the link, Max, in case you're wondering uh, where to find it. Uh, you get it from a website called goldgenie.com. It's a 24 karat gold coffee maker. Uh, it, uh, I have no idea if it makes a coffee, probably not, but it doesn't matter because it's 24 karat. 24 karat gold. Yeah. With crystal. Um, and it also has uh, semi-precious mm -hmm. stones encrusted at various, uh, encrusted. <laughs> encrusted stones embedded <laughs> encrusted i don't really know where that crusted sounds kind of like dodgy a bit I, yeah I, but you know look it's got the stones in there um it's at a very reasonable twelve thousand six hundred pounds um, that's actually cheaper that. than some coffee machines uh, that it actually seen. is <laughs> it doesn't even cheaper sit on the I high range mate. i would prefer this over at amazoko uh yeah, or or, uh, or i mean uh, the um... <laughs> Oh God. This is beautiful, green, and, and I, I I can't describe it. It's it's got a um, it, it's very old fashioned looking. It's not a modern thing. It mm. looks like it's on a it's on a green marble base, and then coming up on one side you've got like a, a a crystal decanter, and on the other side you've got a gold mm. cylinder, and there seems to be a tap there, and uh -huh. I imagine the water goes into the crystal cylinder, uh, the 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 gold cylinder probably does the brewing of some kind um and then there's a there's a there's a i think it's a tap i'm, I'm not really sure so, so let me get this straight so the whole machine is made out of gold no well obviously not the crystal bits and the model well, apart from the crystal bits but the whole machine is made out of gold well i, I mean I, I i need to look at their terms and conditions no, no um, it's fine it's fine i'm just 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 saying i'm just here's saying here's what it says here's what it says okay, okay. only eight of these are made man only eight only eight you'll be one of eight people in the world uh, dumb enough. Sorry, um, Rich. Enough. You're going to be super special. Super special. A real snowflake. Uh, <laughs> only eight bespoke coffee makers are produced. Oh, each month. Sorry. Uh, with oh, one, oh, each you're one. You're going to be super special once a month. So once a month is special, and then you're yesterday's news. Uh, <laughs> it takes more than 50 hours of painstaking workmanship. Mm. I'd really like to know exactly what they mean by painstaking because I, I don't would know. Maybe they whip them on the back or something. Well, I would want to see. Yeah, exactly. That's what I want to see evidence. I want to see evidence of them in pain when they're making yeah, I this. mean, if you open it up in the back, there's, there's written, help, please. Yeah, there's a little note in there. Help yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what I want to see. Mm -hmm. And then I know that it's really, it's, it's, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of effort mm -hmm. that's gone into making this. So working alongside a team of skilled sculptures, uh, metallurgists, metal, metallurgists, metallurgists, mm -hmm. and engineers, Mm -hmm. uh, we have recreated the historic balancing siphon used by royalty in the 1800s, turning the art of brewing coffee into a ceremony. Ground coffee mm. is first place in the Baccarat crystal carafe. So Hot it's a water siphon. Poured... Yeah, yeah. Shh. Listen. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I, I was on a roll. I was actually doing well. Uh, hot Sorry. water poured into the boiler pot and then the Baccarat burner vase uh, is lit. 
-hmm. Next, the fully automated system allows heat, steam, and gravity to brew the coffee in the crystal vase or or vase, 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 vase in America, vase over here. Okay. Uh, and uh, we currently, uh, oh, God almighty. So they're booked. They're booked. They're fully booked until next year. But if you want to get on the order, you want to get, you want to get a place in line. You can't even buy it. Sorry, Max, you, you can't buy that for me. I know. I know you were okay. planning on it, but. Yeah. Um, well, but I can actually, I can get you some physics lessons on conductivity. And, uh -huh. um, so, so, so today, boys, we discovered why we don't make coffee machines fully in copper. This is fully, it's fully booked, Max. They're fully yes. booked until yes. next year. Don't worry. We're going to hear the screams of people touching it <laughs> because gold is a better conductor than, than copper. Yeah. So I really want to know what kind of temperature well, it reaches. Look, it's not only the engineers that, that had a painstaking workmanship. Every time you use it, it's going to be painstaking. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably also the testers. They go like, yeah, yeah. Then you stick to it because your flesh burns on it. Um, yeah, so unique. anyway, that's where we're going to end it up, Max. So uh, I don't know how long that took because I forgot to start my timer. Oh, dear um, was God. it more than five minutes? I think it was a little more than five minutes. Yeah, wow, I think it was like my dad well over an me, hour. Oh, God, my dad said, please stop making them so long. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry, Dad. We're going we're gonna to try harder next week. It was Max's fault because he talked too much. Um, yeah. Totally. <laughs> Next week, Max, what are we doing? I'm going to... Uh, no. I would... Uh, <laughs> no, I'm, okay. Well, mm, we mm. Got, we got... Well, no, no. I think we're going to do the Nespresso. We could do the Nespresso. Let's do the Nespresso. And also, I'm dropping off that coffee to you, which is good. Really good. Yes. I mean, really good. I mean, okay. it's, dark, it's dark roast, right? So it's, it's not any kind of hoi polloi fancy. It's, it's a dark roast? Are I'm you bringing me a dark roast? Bringing you three dark roasts, buddy. Oh my God, what happened to you? I, I Are just, you okay? No, because you know what it was? Because we, we needed to order Indian. Remember we said we're going to find Indian and Mexican? Yeah. So I found this one place that does Indian and Mexican coffees, but it was only dark roast. So we went with, but I'm not, nice. I'm not worried. It's so spicy. It's nice, beautiful. Look, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's just, it's, it's dark roast coffee, but it's dark roast coffee at its best. I want to give it away a little bit, but. Maybe you'll hate it. All right, buddy. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, who knows? You're not. You're gonna love it. It's fantastic. You have a great Saturday and Sunday. I uh, will see you. Actually, I'm gonna see you tonight because I'm driving over with the coffee. But I'll <laughs> see you after tonight, next week. Oh yeah. Take care. <laughs>